and a good morning to you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. It is 8.05. I'm Kevin Millard. Appreciate you being here this morning. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. Not a bad morning out there. I'm kind of getting, you know, and and uh, just, you know, looking at the, the forecast and everything here, you know, and I was going to play some Bing Crosby White Christmas, but I don't think we're going to have. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, no, I'm just not. Uh, I, I could be wrong, and and hey, if if I am, I'll I'll uh, take the credit or the blame. I'm not sure, but anyway, um, yeah, just uh, uh, it's it's going to be one of those one of those December's apparently here. It's what it's shaping up to here, and with uh, really not much of nothing here, and it, it's it's going to be a brown Christmas. <laughs> it's just. You know, Earth Tone Christmas. Uh, yeah, okay. Thank goodness we've got the lights uh, uh, that people decorate and, and rotary lights here just blocked down from where I am this morning. And, and uh, it, it, otherwise, uh, it just feels like, you know, extended fall. And, and I'm not complaining. I mean, you know, it, it, if you want to get out and in, enjoy it, uh, I, you know, I, I'm still seeing a uh, few boats out there. And guessing the fishing is, yeah, the fishing's okay. Um, you know, you get the, 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 you get the real diehards here. But, I mean, really, uh, realistically, I mean, we're not looking at, you know, normally this is time of year and, and uh uh, I know we talked about it last week when when I had Terry Tuma on that. Well, usually, this is the time of year we're, we're talking. You know, oh, getting out there, getting that that first ice, that early ice, and you know, hammering the fish and. Hmm, not uh, not going to happen this year, or at least at the moment, anyway. I don't know. I'm not going to say this year. We'll we'll get some ice eventually here, but man, I I don't. I don't know what uh, what the ice fishing season is going to have in store for us here, uh, but who knows with the with the weather and everything? It just uh, anything is anything is possible here. But it looks like we've got uh, at least some mild temperatures for uh, uh, the next little. bit. It'll be a bit blustery here with the uh, 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 early in the week here, but this weekend doesn't sound like. I mean, a little damp or whatever, but. Um, you can still kind of dress for that and get out there and enjoy. And actually, I'm going to talk a little bit about this. Is I kind of think of it as a uh, cornucopia show today. I, I don't have anything truly. Well, I have specific things I wanted to cover, but you know, just talking about outdoor activities and and things like that. It's just I, I've of late here in the last, you know, looking for a little interesting bits of news to, to share during the program here, and I just have a, a bunch of things that uh, um, haven't really covered here in the last few weeks, but it, just some interesting things, talking about tourism and the impact on that, and, uh, you yeah. excuse me here, I'm still uh, working my way through a, a cold here, and uh, so if I sound like I'm hacking something up once in a while, it's... Uh, that's why. So my apologies for that. But, uh, you know, talking a little bit about tourism and outdoor activities and, uh, you know, just some things that, uh, you know, maybe put on your radar or, or like, 
hey, you know, that sounds like that might be kind of fun. So talk a little bit about uh, some of that stuff here during the, the course of the program here. I do have a, a fishing tip from uh, uh, from Tackle Terry Tuma. We'll share with you here a little bit later on in the show. But, you know, it's just, uh, uh, you know, we're kind of betwixt and between here. Um, and, you know, I, 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 uh, you know, I know I'm planning on at least getting out for a little while uh, later on today and just getting out and, uh, trying to get a little fresh air, and I was hoping sunshine, but that ain't happening today. But um, we'll take what uh, take what we can get. But I'm you know, always interested to see what's uh, what's going on. I'm guessing, you know, last week I was talking about um, all the uh, or, or some of the boat ramps and stuff because I I done a little driving around Northeast Iowa and and just kind of taking pictures and doing a little bird watching and, and just kind of, you know, getting the lay of the land, if you will. And there were still, and there were a few boat landings where they were uh, a bit iced over here, but I'm, I'm guessing a lot of that stuff is uh, uh, melted off or uh, is in the process of, of melting. Um, probably a little easier to get to some of those boat ramps here, but none of the ones I saw in um, Wisconsin anyway have, uh, uh, have had a lot of ice or whatever, but, you know, maybe just a little bit here and there, uh, you know, nothing that, untoward. so you can still get a boat out. Uh, I mean, it certainly there's, you know, there just isn't any ice out on the main channel, and I think if there's even anything in the, the backwaters, um, it's it's kind of gone, and, and, you know, it's just not there. So uh, we can talk about ice fishing, but... Unfortunately, that's about all we can do right now. So that's just uh, unfortunate. And again, I'm looking at at the uh, um, the river stage here this morning too. It's uh, sitting at about uh, four eight at the moment. So uh, not much uh, in the way of a, a huge change from uh, from last week in terms of uh, uh, in terms of of that. It just hasn't done a whole lot. It's the it, water temperatures have come down a little bit. Um, we're sitting at, uh, mostly, uh, always at 38 and then, uh, then it drops off from there. Uh, Dresbank's at 35, 34 at Genoa, 36 at Lynxville. Uh, so, you know, we're not that, not that far away, but I, it, you know, we just get these warm, warmer days, uh, you know, above freezing days and it's just not, you know, we just need that extended stretch where, you know, we get. You know, daytime freezing temperatures and nighttime certainly freezing temperatures and just uh, not going to do that, too. And I'm thinking, too, just when I was looking at the forecast, too, you know, we're going to get, it's going to be breezy and, you know, Monday and Tuesday winds are going to be, you know, gusts up to 25 or whatever and and everything. I'm like, oh, that's going to get that in some of the, the water and move that around, get a little wave action going there. And, yeah, there'll probably be some. Ice here and there on the uh, the shorelines, but it's just not going to be anything that's going to be worth worth a darn. So it's just going to be a rough time right now. But you know, in terms of fishing, you know, it's I, I think we're kind of in that 
even though we don't have the ice or anything at the, the moment here, you know, the fish have not changed a whole lot. I, I mean, I think we're still kind of, um, I, I want to say we're sort of solid. I, I'd say we're solidly out of the, uh, that fall transition and they've moved to their, um, their winter spots. Um, so they're, they're pretty much in their, their neighborhoods at the moment here, but, um, fishing has been, uh, has been kind of slow for, uh, a, a lot of species. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go out there and give it a try or whatever. I, cause you know, I, I'm looking at, at days like this where I, you know, I can go do a little, uh, uh, open water fishing here and there. And it's like, I'll, I'll take that as a bonus day, you know, just, uh, um, some extra time here, but, uh, you know, just the, the reports that I've, I've, I've gotten have just been kind of, you know, uh, it's been a little on the, the slow side here. Cause again, I think we're in that, even though we don't have ice or anything like that right now. And, uh, it, we just don't, uh, the, the fish are just in that, that sort of transition period at, at, at the moment here. But, um, walleye fishing has been just, uh, kind of slow as well. Uh, same for the the sauger too, for that matter. But you know, you're you're just you know you're working a, a, a jig and a minnow and and um, not really um, doing a whole lot in terms of you know actions to uh, to entice those fish. I mean, it's just your your presentation is just not going to be very uh, speedy or anything like that. Um, you know, maybe working some of those wing dams below the the lock and dams and it's just it's just kind of quiet right now, but uh, definitely um, I, I'm I'm thinking you know maybe a few larger minnows or you know things like that that are just going to be you know you're going to have to work for it a little bit more I think uh, the the but the only thing in terms of uh, a panfish bite right now the 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 perch have been uh, okay uh, and. Uh, although what I've, I've seen, uh, has you know, some nice sized ones being caught. Um, I don't know if it's just the jumbos are more hungry right now, but, uh, some of the larger, some of the, some really nice sized perch I've, I've seen, uh, uh, gotten some reports on and have, have seen on my, uh, uh, Facebook feeds and, and social media feeds. Uh, so that's, that's cool. Uh, cause man, there's just, I, I like perch. <laughs> That's just uh, uh, just good to have, uh, uh, you know. So, uh, you know, again, working uh, working some minnows and and uh, you're working areas maybe just a little off the current. Not that there's a whole lot to begin with, um, but and uh, um, yeah, actually here one of my yeah, uh, it, it, it the the current I think has come down a little bit more. We're we're talking in uh, low to mid teens in terms of flow, so. Not really much and nothing in terms of uh, uh, in terms of the flow. So uh, again, just you know, get back to the the, the perch here too. You know, just you know, you're working some places just a little off off the current in there, uh, backwater areas, and you know just jigging minnow combinations. Maybe a little uh, tiny crankbait if you really want to. Uh, uh, give it a try, and and you certainly can. I mean, there, there's nothing, uh, nothing wrong with, uh, nothing wrong with that. Certainly, there, um, 
they could be enticed. But again, I, I think we're getting to the point where the fish are sort of uh, we're closer to the end of the transition than we were to the beginning. So uh, I don't know how exactly how active these fish are, are going to be in terms of, uh, you know, chasing down and hammering a lure. So uh, again, a little slower presentation, I think, maybe is uh, at least to start out anyway. Um, you know, that's that's probably how I would uh, work it and, and just kind of see what, how the, the, the fish are reacting depending on uh, uh, on where you're at. And in terms of where you want to go, um, you know, take your pick. I mean, uh, um, I haven't been up to the, the Three Lakes area up by Trempolo for a while. I mean, that's certainly, um, I know they've got some, some nice perch up there. There's some uh, decent northerns up there, certainly some other nice, nice bluegills. In uh, You work in, back in some of those little sloughs and whatnot. Um, yeah, I mean, it just uh, uh, give, that, uh, give that a try for, uh, for the panfish. And you know, I, I think I'd be you know, working, working below the lock and dams. Uh, and again, take your pick, I, you know, whether Genoa or Alma or uh, you know, any of those uh, uh, here in our, our area, I think are all going to be producing maybe a few walleyes. Again, like I said, I think you're going to have to work at it a little bit to, uh, uh, to really get things uh, uh, going. And, and, I don't, and again, I don't know if, you know, you're not going to have a gangbusters day by any stretch. I hate to be the bearer of bad news there, and I'm like, I certainly want to encourage you if you want to go out and do it, do it. But, um, uh, you know, set your expectations uh, um, that... And today, you know, is uh, is another is a, is maybe a day too where where you kind of know going in that fish might be a little on the slow side, so it might not be a bad time to try and uh, do a li- little experimenting. Maybe try you know some uh, some different jigs or uh, you know try a different a slightly different approach to your presentation. Uh, that um, you know you know it, it, certainly don't get me wrong. You, you stick with Stick with what you're comfortable with, and, and you know what works, or whatever. But again, if if it's that, if that's not you know panning out, don't be afraid to try something. You know, try a different approach, try something a little new, and uh, you just never know how that's going to uh, how that's going to turn out. If anything, if if, if push comes to shove, I always kind of look at it as as you know it, it, when I'm trying something new and trying a different uh, technique and. It's maybe not working as, as I had anticipated. I've just gained a little knowledge here. I've gained a little practice, if you will. And, and you know, uh, when I want to try it again, I'm a little more confident in it, in, uh, in, in those techniques. And, you know, maybe that's just exactly what you'll need at that time then that uh, you'll be successful. So the other option is, too, that you can... Getting together all your ice fishing tackle, you know. Make sure that the batteries are charged up for the the vexillars and all those, and and got a good nice uh, uh, the the auger is all nice and sharp for when you uh, uh, finally get out there. But respool the lines and make sure that uh, everything is all set and ready to go and. Yeah, it's uh, you know, that's that is certainly another option to uh, uh, 
to try as well. So, but hey, you know, like I said, it, it's uh, uh, an opportunity for you to get out there and uh, certainly, in terms of uh, in terms of pressure, uh, very very little right now. I I would I would say, I, although I'd be kind of curious. I'm guessing if anybody if if there's a big group of boats, it's going to probably be up by Alma because there's all. There's always boats up there, and I'm guessing there'll, there'll be some up there. But you know, you'll see a few here at the at the locks and dams, and and um, you know, maybe roaming around some of the backwater areas. But you know, I, again, another advantage or another plus, anyway, at least to getting out uh, on these these, like I said, bonus days, is that uh, you know, there aren't going to be too many people out there, and. Uh, as long as you keep an eye on the the weather and and yeah, it's going to be uh, uh, going to be decent out there to uh, to give it a try. You know, just bundle up, dress for the uh, dress appropriately, and you know, away you go. I I'm optimistic, even though the the conditions might not be necessarily optimum. Um, they're good in some ways, but you know, I, I I think the bottom line is you just get out there and and give it a try and. Uh, you know, just go for it. You know, that's uh, that's part of the fun of it. It's just uh, it's just go enjoy yourself. And again, look at it. And, and and again, from my perspective, it's like this is a bonus day. You know, I I can still do the uh, do some open water fishing here, and and um, you know, not in that period where it's you know, ten degrees with a you know. Sub-zero wind chill. Don't have to worry about any of that. Today is uh, today. We're on the positive side of the the thermometer. So give it a give it a whirl. I guess that's that's all I can say is just give it a try. And and uh, again, uh, yeah, might not be a bad day to to do a little experimenting. Okay, uh, I'm going to take a short pause here and come back with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a few moments as we continue this Saturday morning. You're listening to WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millar. Thanks for joining me here on the show this morning. On kind of a warm but dreary Saturday morning uh, in the uh, in the middle of December, no dodging of snowdrifts today. Thank you very much, and uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, uh, that's uh, I'm not you know. I know some people like snow, and I'm going to talk about some snow activities here in a little bit, but. Um, if I could just figure out a way to keep it from falling on my sidewalks and off the street, but no, anyway, so, but no, one of the things that, that, uh, you know, you certainly, um, obviously I'm, I'm promoting the outdoors and getting out and, and, uh, well, I primarily talk about fishing and, uh, hunting and, and things along those lines. Uh, you know, I do kind of enjoy, you know, getting away from that from time to time. And, and certainly, you know, there are so many other activities that you can 
get out and enjoy uh, in in our area here, and and that's uh, again one of the reasons I, um, I mean I'm from here, but I mean I love uh, I, I love living here. I mean you've you've got so many different things that you can do and uh, to I- enjoy the the great outdoors that that we uh, we have here in the in the Cooley region, and um, doesn't necessarily matter you know doesn't matter if you're from you're listening this morning here in in Northeast Iowa or uh, southeastern Minnesota here, or, or in uh, our little patch here in western Wisconsin, but you know, so it's it's uh, uh, you know, there's just great opportunities for us to to get outdoors and and um, do so many things and experience um, have have so many great experiences here too. And and uh, you know, I did come across this list from the uh, the, the Minnesota DNR and. Uh, it, it talks, and again, I think, you know, uh, uh, these, you know, it, it's, it's from Minnesota, of course, but it doesn't necessarily matter where you're from. Like I said, wherever you're, you know, you're listening from, you can still enjoy these activities. So again, uh, granted some of what I'm going to talk about, uh, you're going to need a little bit of snow, um, but, uh, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, something to, to think about here too, um, and certainly uh, I, I would encourage you if if you haven't or um, haven't done in a while anyway is is go check out some of the great state parks. And again, uh, that it doesn't matter whether you're, you're talking Minnesota or Wisconsin. Um, there are uh, just some really cool parks that uh, offer a lot of opportunities. And again, a lot of these uh, places as well will have. Uh, events and activities scheduled uh, throughout the course of the year and and, and even this time of year as well where uh, you can uh, um, go you know whether it's bird watching or, or doing you know some of the, some of those kinds of activities here but uh, and, and this is just a few things that um, some of the things that you know like I said this this release here from the uh, uh, Minnesota DNR anyway, you know, and they talk about things like, you know, going snowshoeing. Sh- snoo hmm, let's try that again. Go snowshoeing. <laughs> uh, or uh, or winter hiking. Um, just make sure you wear good boots if uh, you're going to go hiking uh, today. It might be, a little, might be a little muddy out there. But, you know, snowshoeing is, is something pretty cool, you know. You can put tennis rackets on your feet. That's, I, that's, I always put it, you know, I always think of it. But no, I mean it's 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 really cool, and um, you know it, it, they put on here too. It, it, it's a great way to see areas um, that maybe aren't necessarily accessible in the uh, in the summertime. Um, you know, when the, the ground is uh, frozen over and snow covered, uh, you can maybe you know wander off the trail a little bit, and um, and and they put it here as you know without risk of trampling sensitive plants or spreading invasive species. Um, and, and some some parks do offer uh, snowshoe rentals, and those are certainly uh, certainly something to, to think about. Um, but that's 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 a great way to get out and and, and do some exploring. And, and a lot of these things too that uh, that I am going to talk about here too. I'm just going to back up just a little bit too here here as well. Is that you know these are are not you know adult only sort of things. These are things that you can participate in with your kids. Um, grandkids, however, you know, it, it, it's, uh, um, an all ages kind of thing, which 
again, I think is uh, uh, certainly so important when uh, uh, we have so many distractions in our lives and our hectic, busy lives. And, and you know, finding the time to get out and enjoy uh, these sorts of activities as, uh, as a family is, uh, is pretty cool. Um, I, I think so, you know, certainly, um, think about that, uh, as well. I mean, kind of cool. Take the kids out and maybe go do a little snowshoeing and, and fun things like that as well. Um, or winter hiking, uh, as, as the case may be right now, we certainly, uh, don't have the snow to go snowshoeing at the, uh, at the moment here too, as well. And one of the other things they did, uh, they, they do mention too, um, and, and you can kind of keep tabs on the, the, the DNR websites, um, that they do offer, uh, depending on again, where you live, uh, offer, uh, naturalist nature programs, uh, things like that as well. And again, these are, are designed for, uh, People of all ages, young and old, uh, and usually that sort of stuff uh, they've got listed on there. The, like I said, the different websites and uh, locations and, and whatnot as well. And uh, I haven't seen any uh, for this this next activity. They they they, they kind of list here too as well. Um, is uh, attend a candlelight event, and I haven't seen any of those. Usually, there's some around here, but I haven't seen any of, of, of late, but, uh, um, those are always, always kind of fun. I mean, you know, a nice night, go out and enjoy a nice, uh, uh, walk in the woods by candlelight. Yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. Definitely cool. Um, and going along kind of with the, uh, uh, the snowshoeing here as well as, uh, uh, cross country skiing, at least in Minnesota, they've got, uh, uh, 27 different parks with groomed ski trails, and um, and also they also say that additional groomed trails are available in some state forests and state trails. Um, do you need a pass for that, um, so you can get that uh, get that online. But and again, all this information you can just go find on on their website. But you know, cross country skiing certainly uh, take advantage of. Uh, of those opportunities again, and again, maybe see places that you know you normally wouldn't uh, you wouldn't normally get to uh, during the nicer weather months. I guess is the way I was going I was going to put it as as well. But uh, um, and that's certainly something fun as well. And, and the other thing too uh, that they've they've got, and obviously along with that, they've got snowmobile trails, and uh, those are just scattered all over the place and. I'm just going to gloss over that because I know there's a lot of snowmobilers out there. And I think, oh, come on, give me some snow, give me some snow. Um, but you know, there's uh, it's coming. We'll 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 get to it here eventually. I hope so. Um, I know they uh, we've got snowmobile trails over at least over by the uh, the TV station, and uh, I know they've pretty sure now that I think about. It, I'm trying to. Think, I'm like. Yeah, usually they uh, uh, they've got that that stuff marked out already there, and uh, now we just need the uh, the snow part. <laughs> so the trails are marked; eh, you just need the snow to start covering it. But um, so that's uh, another opportunity as well. 
Uh, and certainly, as I've, I've mentioned earlier in the program, too, certainly ice fishing. Um, I know some state parks uh, offer programs and, and information. And uh, I know, gosh, and I don't have the information in front of me here, um, down uh, Genoa, they're going to be doing some uh, little fishing derbies, tournaments, fun things like that. That's going to be coming up, uh, I believe, next month. I'm going to have to. I'll look that up during the next uh, uh, the next break here. But down at the uh, the fish hatchery in Genoa, uh, that's certainly fun as well. Um, and this last one here that uh, I'm just going to kind of touch on as well is uh, staying in a uh, a camper cabin or a yurt. I mean, it's certainly camping is, is a lot of fun during the, uh, the summer months, but you don't necessarily think about camping in the wintertime. But it can actually be pretty cool, uh, I, I think. Uh, you know, uh, enjoy, uh, they've got it here, listen, enjoy a, a cozy winter stay in a camper cabin uh, or a yurt, which is a, uh, if you don't know what a yurt is, uh, um, it's... A round tent. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, I guess that's just, and that's just the visual image I have. Is is, is that you know, it's it's uh, um, a, a round tent uh, that that uh, uh, that you can stay in. And um, I don't know if they have any around. I've seen a, a few around in the uh, uh, in the area in my uh, back road travels here, but uh, um, that certainly would be um, how cool of an adventure would that be? You know. Staying in, uh, doing a little, you know, stay in a cabin or uh, a yurt. Um, yeah, that would that would be kind of fun. You know, as long as you, like I said, as long as you prepare for it and um, you can uh, you can have a lot of fun. But uh, at least the ones here in Minnesota that they've got listed say, you know, all uh, all the camper cabins available have heat and electricity, and the yurts have wood stoves to keep uh, uh, comfy and warm. And I mean, there's an adventure for you, you know, make, you know, get outdoors, have an outdoors adventure. I mean, how much fun would that be? So, you know, that would be a a pretty cool time. So again, just, you know, uh, your imagination is your only limit when it comes to this stuff. You know, you can, you can go out and have a, a ton of fun today. Yeah. You don't have any snow today, but. Um, you can still go out and have a, a little bit of an adventure, you know. I'm sure there's still, uh, um, you know, some migrating birds down uh, uh, down towards Brownsville, for example, and you know, and, and that's another opportunity for you uh, as well. And I wonder if I've got that pulled up here. Uh, I don't have it here at the moment, but I know I had it here somewhere anyway. Um, ah, yeah, here it is. Um, and this is uh, from a group called Save Our Songbirds. And it's a national survey, too, that uh, uh, one in three adults enjoy watching birds. You know, there's another winter activity for you is uh, getting out and enjoying, uh, enjoying the wildlife. And, you know, this time of year is, is really cool uh, with all the, the migrating birds. Uh, and, and there are just so many of them. And... I think it's uh, I, I think it's 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 pretty neat. So, um, and I, I guess I'm I'm with a lot of other people as well. Uh, and according to uh, a survey done by the uh, 
U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, 96.3 million people, or about 37% of Americans 16 and over, report closely observing, feeding, or uh, photographing birds in 2022. So, you know, more than one in three people enjoy getting out and, and doing some bird watching. And again, this area is... Take your pick. I mean, you've got so many cool things to, to see, whether it's uh, uh, the, the tundra swans or uh, the eagles. And I'm guessing they're probably going to be starting to really move into the area here very, very soon. A lot of them already have. Uh, you know, so there's those, those kinds of birds, certainly some uh, uh, you know, hawks, ducks, geese. Um, turkeys for that matter, um, certainly have, you know, you you don't have to go too terribly far outside of town here to, uh, to see a lot of that, uh, a lot of that stuff. Owls, um, I mean, and and, and granted, a lot of this stuff, you don't even have to leave town. I mean, you're just, you know, do a little backwater, backyard. It doesn't, it doesn't break down. Um, well, it just simply says, uh, they, they define it in the survey as closely observing or, or trying to identify birds or other wildlife at home or more than one mile away, um, you know, and, and certainly feeding birds. You're going to draw in a, a, a number of different species as well. So, you know, there's small birds, large birds, um, nothing. Uh, if you've ever um, been up close to uh, an eagle, uh, you, I mean, you, even from a distance, uh, you can tell how big they are, but my goodness, if, uh, uh, you've ever been up to one and, and certainly, uh, if you're looking for something fun to do, uh, that, uh, uh, the National Eagle Center up in Wabasha, which is what, an hour from here, give or take, uh, a little bit, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> they've, they've got eagles there, they've got eagle watching activities and, uh, I know they do a lot of that, uh, those on the weekends over the, the winter time. Uh, and, you know, there's nothing cooler than to see, uh, bald eagles are, are cool. They're, they're still cool to me anyway. Um, but, uh, you know, even bigger, they, they have golden eagles and, and those are really impressive looking birds. Uh, uh, even maybe just a little notch up from. From bald eagles, because you just don't see a lot of uh, golden eagles, certainly compared to bald eagles. But uh, it's uh, you know that's fun. But by the same token, you know you get some you know, bird feeder in my backyard. You know you get uh, uh, some cardinals or you know different kinds of finches and and things like that. Hey, that's still that's still kind of cool to see. You know, so and I I know. Uh, had owls flying around my neighborhood. You hear them at night. Um, not necessarily this time of year because the windows are closed, but I remember being awakened out of a sound sleep over the summertime. And it just, you obviously, you know what an owl, the, the hoot of an owl. Um, you can't really mistake that. So that's, you know, definitely cool. You got the, <laughs> you got the, uh, Owl place over in Houston there. Um, so, you know, it, it's plenty of opportunities. If you're looking for indoor activities, those are, you know, the, the eagles on Wabasha and, and owls over in Houston. You've certainly got a, a couple of um, indoor places to uh, uh, 
to check out again. And those are uh, definitely very, uh, uh, very kid friendly. They're adult friendly too, for that matter, because I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, ooh, this is. Uh, those are always fun places to go. But uh, um, so you know, there's, there's, you know, not you know, you, you don't have to, you know, you're not going to go trudging through the snow if you don't want to go snowshoeing or cross country skiing or you know things like that. You can do bird watching. I have a pair of binoculars or, uh, you know, certainly everybody has cameras these days. And, you know, so there's, again, more opportunities for you to get out and uh, get out and enjoy, uh, enjoy nature that way as well. And it's kind of a, a great way to get a little exercise, a little fresh air, and, and uh, just have some fun doing it. And I know there's people that are really, really into that. And, you know, they keep diaries and logs of, of all the different birds they see. Very cool. And, again... A nice family-friendly uh, wintertime activity to get out and enjoy some uh, some time outdoors and um, just to uh, you know see what's out there. You'd be amazed at the different uh, all the different types of of different species of birds that uh, that we have uh, living in our area, passing through and, and things like that. It's uh, it's pretty neat. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take a pause here and uh, we'll continue in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors. Uh, here on this Saturday morning. Thanks again for listening. Back in a few moments, you're listening to WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millarm. Appreciate you being here this morning. Hope you're enjoying the uh, uh, the weekend or making plans to get out and enjoy the weekend. Before we go too much further here, I'm going to drop this uh, little uh, fishing tip in from Tackle Terry Tuma. Hi, this is Tackle Terry Tuma. Bring you another fishing tip. We've had just tons of questions about should I use an inline reel? What is the advantage of an inline reel? Well, for or straight drop reel. Uh, generally speaking, it's almost like a fly reel in appearance. And what we uh, the reason being it's so beneficial in usually about twelve feet of water or less. And I use it for sun fishing, crappie fishing. And the big plus factor is you're going to eliminate most line twist, and then also too it works extremely well for these really finicky fish uh, when you got really a tough bite. Generally speaking, putting uh, one pound, two pound, possibly three pound on the reel itself, and then to a backfill with uh, an inexpensive mono line. It's going to be much easier, much more beneficial as far as stripping off the line off the reel itself. And then, too, I use a short rod, something there maybe 22 inches to um, 25, 27. And the reason being the short drop uh, or short rod is to position my body close to the hole so I can observe this real line jumping uh, movement or that rod tip just moving a speck, just not even a speck, uh, just uh, a very, very tiny uh, movement. And then you want to set up. But it's a fun way to fish. It's extremely beneficial when you have tough bite crappies and sunfish. All right. Thank you very much, Terry, for that uh, uh, fishing tip here. And again, crossing our fingers that we're going to <laughs> get to uh, uh, do a little ice fishing here eventually. But anyway, and actually one of the things that, uh, and 
meaning to get this this year for and haven't talked about it or whatever, but uh, is uh, the uh, information here from the, well, I guess it's Wisconsin and Minnesota DNR here too, that uh, um, they had a big haul of uh, um, invasive carp at the uh, at the end of November up near Trempolo. They caught, uh, was it 323? Um, and that uh, the silver carp, grass carp, and, uh, and, and big head carp. And according to the uh, the DNRs, anyway, uh, it's the the largest single capture of invasive carp that's occurred um, in Minnesota to date. Um, and this note is from the the Minnesota DNR here too. Um, and accordingly, the uh, the capture was made possible by tracking tagged invasive carp, uh, which led uh, agency staff and contracted commercial fishers to uh, 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 to them for removal and. I guess that's uh, that's kind of you know track your fish and wouldn't that be wouldn't that be what's you know I want that big fish there we'll just put them and track but it doesn't work like that uh, but um, you know they're going to continue to track these uh, these invasive carp here but certainly uh, uh, definitely a big indicator that uh, they have uh, they have moved into our area here and. Certainly, the reports have increased over the past, uh, well, this year, I should say, anyway, uh, in uh, data, according to the Minnesota, Minnesota DNR, from uh, tagged fish that in, um, that these fish were moving into the uh, this part of the Mississippi River during um, the spring flooding that we had, and um, certainly with the, uh, the lock and dams being you know, wide open to let the floodwaters through, uh, that certainly gave those invasive species uh, an opportunity to uh, to move upriver. And um, but uh, and according to the DNR, and I guess I didn't realize this too, that but uh, invasive carp tend to congregate in the spring and fall. Uh, and I'm assuming that probably has to do with spawning. But um, and and previous large captures have happened during these particular seasons. So. Uh, it's not, uh, I guess, surprising that it's happening at this particular uh, time of the year. Uh, it kind of blew the numbers out of the water here uh, from uh, the, the, the past largest capture anyway was uh, 51 in the spring of 2020 in similar conditions uh, following uh, large amounts of flooding, extended periods of flooding back in, uh, in, in 2019. So um, it's... Uh, you know, and just uh, be aware that they are uh, they are out there, and continue to uh, uh, move upriver here. And the DNRs will certainly do what they can to stem the tide, if uh, if you will. Okay, I've got to take one last break here, and uh, I'll be back to wrap things up for this Saturday. Back in just a few moments. You're listening to WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. KTY 96.7 FM 580 AM. Just a few moments left to go in the uh, the program here too, and talking about uh, uh, you know outdoor activities and getting out and enjoy. Uh, just a, a, a reminder that well, it started yesterday and is going through Sunday. Uh, but uh, in uh, 
uh, in the Winona area, Great River Bluffs uh, State Park uh, is having a late CWD hunt. Um, park will be open to visitors and hunters during the, uh, the special hunt, um, and there are specific areas that are open and closed to, to hunters. Um, for, uh, for non-hunters, and <laughs> probably uh, good information for anybody who might want to wander in the woods this, uh, uh, this time of year, um, that, uh, but, but anyway, uh, the park is open to general visitors during the special hunts. They recommend the following safety tips for non-hunters, uh, wearing blaze orange or blaze pink, even if you're not going to be hunting. Uh, you know, check in with the park office uh, if you're going to go through there to see if there's any uh, additional hunt-related information, and then uh, watch carefully for any uh, hunt-related signage in the park and definitely, uh, definitely follow it. So, Again, that's uh, just going on up at uh, Gray River Bluffs uh, State Park. Um, again, having a late season hunt going on uh, today and tomorrow. So just uh, uh, be safe. <laughs> the bottom line, regardless of what activities that uh, you want to enjoy, just uh, um, certainly keep safety in mind. Well, I'm going to wrap this up for uh, this Saturday. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the program today. We'll do it again next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors. So until then, be safe, be well, get outside and enjoy the uh, bounty that we have in our area. Take the kids, get them out and get them active in the outdoors, get some fresh air and just enjoy enjoy what we've got here in the area. We certainly are blessed with uh, everything that we have. We'll see you next Saturday.